0: Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back to the Not-So-Bad Bachelor Pad. Today's a bonus episode, and joining me is my good friend Duncan. Hopefully you enjoy our Wine Wednesday talk. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Not-So-Bad Bachelor Pad. I'm your host Josh, and today joining me is my friend Duncan. Duncan, tell the people a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, um, my name's Duncan. <laughs> I, um... Am a, I guess, current resident here of Columbus, Ohio. Um, young working professional, wine drinker, um, sometimes an actor, sometimes casual reader of friends. You know, I I have a lot of faces, Joss. I do, I do, I do a lot. Your hats are many, that is true, I can attest to that. Thank you so much, um... But I want to thank you for the opportunity to be here. awesome.
0: I'm glad. This is actually a
1: pretty big deal. Um, not all episodes
0: come out in order, but this is technically the first episode of the show recorded. I don't know if that's going to be out airs, but it'll be the first one recorded.
1: What? Woo, 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 woo!
0: That's right. <laughs> um, today, we are going to get into um, a little bit of. Sexual exportation and...
1: Exportation or exploration? Exploration. Ooh, yeah. That's a very I, crucial tongue tie. I was like, I prepared for one, the other. Interesting. Sexual exploration and uh,
0: maybe a little bit of masturbation. How they may or may not go hand in hand. Um, no pun intended, you know, hand in hand, masturbation. Up till late, the pun landed, so huh. it's there. I'm it's sorry, I'm twelve. <laughs> uh, but no no, no let's uh let's get into this first off. I would just like to say that I personally am a straight male, a heterosexual male, and this society you know kind of grooms guys young boys for that, kind of from birth, you're always taught there's a man and a woman, or there's always certain things that boys and girls do together and From there, going on my personal journey, I can say that 20-something years later, I kind of stuck with that. That's just what has been my preference, but there have been times where people have questioned my sexuality and made me think, what does that even mean? Is there something with me that I'm exuding that says I may be something else, or is it just, people aren't really... That openness is in some way, shape, or form a trait of being a different sexuality. You know, of sexuality just in general. Do you have any thoughts on that? Uh,
1: lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know that was a lot. Of, <laughs> a lot <laughs> There's so much to unpack there. Um... In the way of exploration uh I myself have known for um a while that uh I find men attractive, so for me, I think that's a little different take um than the narrative that we are taught from a young age of there's a boy and girl, and a boy and girl did this, and when Mommy and daddy really like each other very much um so. To that narrative, I think uh, I've relied on external sources, um, a lot of books, a lot of Google. As I was um, coming of age during the time of the internet, I felt like the internet was the place to teach me. I would say we are children of Jeeves. You know, mm-hmm. before Google, there was Ask Jeeves. Yes. Never forget. Yes. So um, there was a lot of, like, questions I had to ask and, like very coded responses and uh, questions I had to ask certain individuals to get the questions I felt like I answered that I needed. Um, In the way of exploration, wow, it's really just been a lot of trial and error for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And coming into who I am, I feel like there was no there is no set blueprint because I agree, yeah. from from where I grew up and from the people I grew up with my family, friends there were no like um, homosexual role models to speak to what it means to grow up and be a person that likes men um, so it's just very why well, yes I, I recognize that there is that uh, binary perspective that we both were taught to look at, I never once, um, I don't want to say never once, but I, as I came into my sexuality, I realized that there was a lot of trial and error that I had to go through to figure out things, what's, what's comfortable for me, what is a societal norm versus what is the norm that I'm willing to accept for myself, um, not even a norm, I guess just a standard I'm willing to set for myself, and the difference between norms and standards, so, um, I mean, that you touched on
0: something really crucial right there that's really big is that not everybody fits in this narrative that we've been, that's been preached, that's been taught to us for generation upon generation. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Even me, who's somebody who still operates within the binary of like male and female, can say that there are things that I don't necessarily relate to. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, just because, at least right now in my journey of who I am, I'm attracted to women, or I'm interested in the opposite gender, doesn't mean that's always gonna be the case, or doesn't mean that that's solely the case. And I I believe there's something really beneficial to having that conversation with yourself, like, hey, can I admit that just starting with hey? Can I admit that another man is attractive? Mm-hmm. And if so, what does that mean? Does that
1: mean that I don't like women anymore? I don't think so. Uh, no, that's it's not how it works. I think that's a common myth, <laughs> right? That's a um, that's a myth that I feel like people don't uh address enough. Um, I'm very well aware that just because. I, I you can acknowledge someone's beauty without it being viewed as you pining or lusting or um vying for that person exactly yes um, and I think that's something that's lost specifically in i wanna say like. Western cultures and when I say Western cultures I mean Western European culture Western European influence cultures Mm -hmm. um and even then it's kind of murky because from what I from what I've gathered from certain Latin American cultures that I've been able to um visit and participate in and what I've gathered from um just other languages that stem from the stem from latin uh cultures that relate to those languages that stem from latin um people are pretty open <laughs> to say like that's so no that's, a, that's an attractive man over yeah. there like i i, I sh- i've noticed it mostly in american culture and i think that stems mostly rooted for especially for african-american diaspora or black diaspora um that stems mostly to slave heritage and what it meant to be <coughs> excuse me um, no COVID here uh, <laughs> what it stems from being a slave or an ethnic minority in this country or descendant of um, and what that entails uh, using sexuality to break down the men of those of, of separate ethnicities that were non-white um, or non-Eurocentric um, passing. I think that does play a factor into it. However, I know for my sanity, I'm speaking for my sanity personally, and just who I am as a person, it, there came that emotion and the emotion of me myself like as a person came to a head and one had to win over the other Mm -hmm. and my sanity went over it. And so essentially I just decided to like put that notion away and just decide like what does life look like to live and to experience what happiness is. Um, I've always been a person of, I'm not going to sacrifice my happiness for the comfort of someone else's narrative. So when it came down to sexuality, if I knew, when it got to the head of like, I definitively know I like men, I knew I was going to explore that option of, what does that mean to like men? What does it mean to be romantically attracted and sexually attracted to a man to the point where satisfaction can be gained from both parts? That is,
0: we stand for that. We stand anybody who has taken the time and had the conversation with themselves and their immediate circle to be like, this is me. This is what I'm into, and here's what I will not settle for. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of people who aren't ready to have that conversation with themselves or those around them. And side note, take your time with that. It's not like everyone needs to rush into it. Take so your time. true. It's not a race like that. Everybody moves at their own pace. So if this is you who and you're not ready for this conversation, that's okay. But for those of us who are here, we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about it. That way, hopefully, one day or just hearing this motivates you or helps you in some way, shape, or form. Um, but like I said, happiness is such a crucial quality um, because it leads to it leads to so much. If you're not happy in your everyday life, it does horrible things for your mental and how you interact with people. So. Just staying on the topic of relationships, you know um, even if you 're not public about it, just being open with yourself, you can achieve or deepen so many more connections with those who you are immediately interacting with both interpersonally and sexually um, at least that's what I, that's what I believe you know mm-hmm. and I believe as a straight african-american male in the society that it's great to listen to your friends or your loved ones or just anybody you know who's had this conversation because it opens it up to you to be like did i have ever thought like this have i ever given it a try is this something i'm potentially interested in Mm -hmm. you know um i can say like college is a, a place or a time where people usually experiment and Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say I was any different. I've been in quite a couple crazy situations before, Uh, you know, whether it's multiple people, girls and guys, groups of girls, groups of guys, any number of moving pieces, you know, if you will. And after all that was said and done, you know, I had a conversation with myself and was like, hey, you know like Duncan was saying if being if I'm at my happiest with I'm in, with another male Then this is what I need to do in order for me to feel Like I'm on my right path like Josh is living his truth his mm-hmm. best life Achieving What I set out to do, you know, yeah Because um, I'm selfish. I can admit that I am a selfish person. I think about my happiness and I don't care who's in the way of it, I'm gonna keep pushing forward. Um, But getting back on track to what we were talking about, the main issue Mm -hmm. is kind of acceptance, um, and patience are two things that we, I think are crucial that we both agreed on in this. Yeah. Um, Because with acceptance, you have a whole new set of power that you kind of give yourself. Mm -hmm. Once, I mean, I have no shame in this. Um, from time to time, just because of my boisterous, like, big personality, mm-hmm. I get people who come up to me or who try to set me up with their male friends, and I was like, "Thank you. Uh, we all know I'm single as a Pringle, uh, mm-hmm. hopelessly so. But this is in my avenue, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's, yeah. you know, um, and I was like, not entertaining it." works for both parties because yeah. if you don't want to offend your friend or the person you're being set up set up with you know by going on the date and pretending to be something you're not you know because if they're looking for something serious and genuine and you put on this disguise the entire time that does literally everybody in that situation a disservice so completely, being honest with yourself or being honest with your group or just correcting people that's such a you don't have to sit back and take the label that you're given or people Mm -hmm. think that you should be it's your life like own that shit be like no sis like I like women or no sis I do like the dick I'm strictly dickly you know either way it is non-problematic and
1: should be uh, applauded yeah boundaries across anything should be um, accepted it's I I, there is a level of um, tact that is expected in delivery of your boundaries, I think. it's common courtesy, I think, with anything. Like, you know, you don't go into work just being like, yeah, so I know y'all said I was here to work from, like, 8 to 5, but, like, if you have me turn to 6, we gonna fight. Like, I can't tell my boss that. But, like, at the True. same time, being very clear with my boss, like, hey, I was expecting a work-life balance, and I'm noticing that I'm here until 7 and 6 o'clock is this is this expected going forward if so I think we need to reevaluate what my schedule looks like we took it in that perspective and then we just put it into relationship of or like getting to know someone of hey like listen I'm really into guys and I myself have had this conversation with a lot of friends um and not even just friends just people have gotten to know that I may be like oh I, I find them attractive but like we're not fully friends yet. We're not invested right. into that friendship yet. Um, and so I'm I'm trying to set boundaries. So I will say, like, hey, no, like, I'm into guys just so we're clear, like, this is just a friendship or we are just getting to know someone if there are. And like, once again, like, that requires uh, like social awareness, right? And social cues. It's not to assume that every guy out there is trying to get with you. That's so true. That is egotistical and very narcissistic. Um, but it is to say, like, you know, being clear with your boundaries and being like, hey, if if you do reach a point of it's a one-on-one situation, you're sitting across each other from a lunch table, and the topic of sexuality has come up, yes, I'm referencing a very specific situation. Yes, it has happened before. Um, so... But the topic of sexuality comes up, that's a great time to introduce boundaries, to be like, I know what I want and I know where I'm at, so I'm going to keep those boundaries in line and please respect those boundaries. And it should be on the other person as well to be big enough to pick up those boundaries. Um, I think the big thing that, you know, we talked about talking about today also was just uh, what, what happens once the boundaries are established and you're in alignment. And the alignment is in of um the sexual favor like not even sexual favor, but like to embrace the sexual attention and um and uh I think that's kind of funny to me because as someone that's never really been in a relationship um and all my relations that i've had have been um completely i guess what you would say transactional Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, to think of sex as transactional (laughs) but uh it's it's interesting to think about because when i do approach people from an aspect of like hey i was expecting some romantic capacity from this and it hasn't arrived or Conversely, it's like, hey, I'm respecting some romantic capacity of this. And my response is, like, I don't have that for that person. Right. Like, it's, it's happened in both ways. They both suck. <laughs> um, and when you look at it from that capacity and then look at it from the capacity of where it's like, hey, I'm just here for a quick fuck. Can we Okay, cool. This is very cool. I didn't I, I said it and then was like, mm, don't know if this is supposed to be rated like educational or some shit. Um but <laughs> yeah, uh you know like, hey, I'm looking for a quick fuck. Like that's that's just I mean that's it. very millennial
0: of us. Like we've all been out there like uh what does Kanye say? I'm a sick fuck, uh, like a quick fuck. Like Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're just about that action. There's nothing wrong with it. It's part of who we are. If you say you're not, you're lying, and I know who you are. Thank you. Mm -hmm. We see you. Mm -hmm. No, but uh, going, just backing up a little bit, going back to expectations, there are always, like we see it on the meme, you know, like expectations versus reality. Mm -hmm. Like that is such a big part in not just relationships, but, like, identity, Mm -hmm. because of the media, because of maybe some stereotypes we've heard, we expect when people say they identify a certain way or they're into a certain thing, they're expected to act a certain way, and I was like, that's not true for, it's not true for every black person, it's Mm -hmm. not true for every white or, like, Latin person, you know, Mm -hmm. I was like, there's no right or wrong way to act how you are it's who you are you know mm-hmm. um at least for in my perspective being like a guy pe- i'm expected to be the masculine one in the relationship mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong if she kills the spiders too like i'm i'm, I'm arachnid arachnophobe. <laughs> <folly>. like go <laughs> no ahead no, sis please kill my spiders <laughs> she kills the spiders too no it's no i don't know we'll, we'll take turns we'll alternate please. we'll alternate the spiders <laughs> okay so okay No, but I was like, yeah. I was like, the expectation is like, I, I'm going down. I'm fixing everything. I was like, and she's cooking. I was like, just not even like in a sexual part. Just like, I don't believe in gender roles, or for that very reason. I was like, I love to be in the kitchen. Like, if I could, I tell people all the time, my dream job is to be a trophy husband. Okay. I am like, like if I could be a kept man. I will cook. I will clean. I will have, have the, the kids ready code. for bed by the time you get off work, okay. if need be. Okay. Because I'm great at it. You know, because uh, I have needs. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have a certain lifestyle I want to live, and mm-hmm. uh, like I said, we're all about making that happen. Okay. Um, but no, like I said, um, people may expect at least straight guy or just straight guys or guys in general. To uh act a certain way in a relationship, like you're supposed to bring home the bacon, you're supposed to be the head of the household. You yeah. are you aren't supposed to. You're supposed to be stay faithful. I was like a hundred percent agree. Like stay faithful. There's no need to cheat. Just yeah, just end it. Do not. Um, she but end it. All that to me, all that to say is, if you are starting to experience new feelings or thoughts that's okay like that's not atypical there's nothing wrong with exploring those thoughts just be open about that with if you're not in a relationship just be open with yourself if you are be open with your partner and have that discussion because like i said maybe it's just your time and you're realizing hey maybe my path isn't x or y maybe it's z um Mm. Cause that's, that is the reality is because as each and every day we grow, we're a different person than we were yesterday. So you might start to develop, um, either feelings or thoughts, or just as a person, you make new resolutions, you find things out about yourself and nobody says by the time you're 30, you have to have your whole life together.
1: People do, but listen, we this don't believe true. those people. We don't. Um, they Fingous. don't exist in our reality. Um, and our reality is the reality that we're living. So therefore, they don't exist. You true. Hear that? Thank you. Um, but friend, uh, to your point of just like generals and everything, it's funny. Like listening to that, and because I find myself a lot of times going off into the world that I live in and just being like. Gender roles don't exist, you know. Gender is non-binary, the the There's. whole nine yards of which I choose to live my very very happy life. Mm-hmm. And um, it takes comments like that to snap me back to where s- other people live in this world. And yeah, that's so true, like uh,
0: we've we've known each other for years now. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to say that. I was like, like three four years at least. After yeah, I've known Duncan.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Four. About yeah, 2015 yeah fifteen? Yeah. Fifteen, sixteen, yeah, so about four. Yeah, I was living with um um I was living at on um, 184. Back on the old days of uh, campus living. Yes. Know? Yes, yes,
0: yes. Go Bucks. I was woo, gonna woo. Give a, gotta give a plug. Um no, um and in that time I can say I forget what I was talking about beforehand.
1: Mm. Um, well I was talking about gender roles sorry I had a um, mouthful of wine I was talking about gender roles and um I was talking about how like I I sometimes required to be snapped back to the reality of that people exist outside of yes
0: we have been I was gonna say we've been fortunate enough in this whole time to surround ourselves with friends or people in our immediate circles Mm -hmm. where we're all progressive in that same or we all have share that ideology of like Mm -hmm. gender roles don't exist yeah um but it's not till you broaden your circle or you enter into a new environment where you're like, oh snap, there are people who don't live the same walk yeah. that I do. Yeah, they're uh, from a whole new world. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think going in, it's always funny transitioning jobs because you'll go into that environment and you're like, damn. That's right. People don't operate that way here necessarily. Yes. And recently in my latest transition from one no, can't even say recently. My transition from one job uh my more service service facing jobs to my more corporate facing jobs, I noticed that transition of there was I have I am the husband, I bring home the bacon. Mm. And therefore, I provide for my family, or like that whole that whole interaction of like, I have a husband and I'm the wife, and like that mindset. Oh yes, the um, quote
0: unquote original antithesis of the American dream, you know. Yeah. Um. um
1: so that this that's interesting. I think um uh, because it's very different than my social circles. Um. My social circles are different in the aspect of I have friends who are non-binary. Yeah. I have friends who are in same-sex relationships. I have friends who are in um, polyamorous relationships. And so with that being said, it's very interesting diving into the corporate world from nine to five and expect that level of understanding or that uh, a level Across of the board, yeah, quote unquote under normal like, normativity. Um so I think that always plays a role in my um quest or search for a partner. Because when I look for a boyfriend, I'm trying to be open to all avenues, but I also have to remember that corporate America is pretty heteronormative yes. across the board. Um, so my expectation is definitely the aspect of like, oh, my social circle will therefore mean that I'm keen on or can emphasize um, a more broadened search in my corporate life, but mm-hmm. that's not the same thing that's at so all. Um, yeah, the reality of it all is just life's fucking messy. <laughs> um, I mean, real words have never been spoken. It's it's weird, man. It's like I'll I don't know. Like it, it it's. It's weird, and it played so much into just, like, exploring my sexuality to the point of where, like, being a closeted individual and enjoying mm-hmm. sexual experiences versus being an out individual and enjoying sexual experiences. Not to say they were drastically different, but, like, the at the end result, they felt different. That
0: kind of brings up two points that, like, we've kind of been circling around, We've even pinned a little bit, but the expectation or one um one trope that's always fed to us is like we met at work and we fell haplessly in love together mm-hmm. like that's not always a real thing like at least for at least for me it's not I have not been able to find love at work. I mm-hmm. mean, you are forced. To be with some people 40 hours a week mm-hmm. Maybe more Maybe less Depends on your Your average work week But right. for me I do the typical uh 9 to 5 And there are Plenty of people Who We start to have This like cute little Banner with But We're like We think like Is this a real thing Or Are we just bored at work You know Fair question That is a fair question And then The there's just like, there's so much into that because it's like, you don't want to delve too deep into it. Cause like we talked about boundaries before. So I was like, we love to set those, but at the same time, like, I mean, if you single, I'm single, we could be single together. Like there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> That's messy. <laughs> <Like> we said <laughs> life is messy, you know? Um, and that could lead to, you know, um, work and play, you know, I don't. sometimes you got to keep those separate. Um and dating
1: a coworker is definitely uh It's a separate situation for me over these ways. <laughs> um my expectation and reality is is work and play are two separate things. Mm-hmm. They exist in this whole separate monolith that um they shall never cross paths personally if I have a say in it. Granted, I know for those of you listening that are in the corporate world, like, you can't separate work and play completely because your wife has to be introduced to your co-workers or your husband, whatever it is. And to you, I say, so you think. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've worked here for 20 years. You don't know what my life is it's like. like. Exactly. <laughs> um, as someone that hid his sexuality very much so from his family and friends for a while. Um... And tried to sell the narrative that, like, I was one way versus the other. And felt like I did a very convincing job not to pat my own back. Maybe it's that fear background you mentioned earlier. I don't know. But anywho. (laughs) (laughs) um, It is something that I feel like people don't address enough. It's like, my partner... Can very well be aware of what I do, and where I work, but doesn't have to be involved with who I work with. And conversely, the same thing as well. Um, and also like I have to, I'm thinking personally as someone that has held a crush with someone I've worked with. Um, same. I think, I think that's something we uh, anybody can relate to. There's,
0: uh, unless you're unless you've never had a job and this is your your <laughs> first job, never had a job their play you know I mean like who knows who's listening to this right right you know? Timmy I apologize for my language.
1: I apologize right now for my language but we are you've heard it from your mom and daddy we
0: don't apologize
1: for nothing we are bottle two of wine <laughs> so here we are that's right um
0: but yeah um like we were saying it was like those lines can be separate they don't have to blur but when they do blur I mean, you just kind of yeah. have to be careful. Um, not even just for the sake of the workplace. I'm talking about the sake of your sanity. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's what
1: mostly worry I'm mostly <laughs> worried <fun> about. I don't give a fuck about the workplace. <laughs> that company's going to be fine. Listen, when I say like, hey, don't balance it. I'm thinking about you as the individual. Personally, for myself, I'm thinking about me. Yes, so-and-so is fine. And yes, I do know this when they walk up and down the aisle. But what I won't be doing is jeopardizing that relationship over the fact of like we gotta get X, Y, and the Z deliverable in by exactly 12 o'clock that's right
0: I was like cause you know I can get a new crush in about two days okay you know uh, you might not be able to find a new paycheck in the same amount of time you know that's, that's all I'm saying
1: you know? that's that's true friends big truth to power that's right
0: if you can uh, let me know your secret to uh, just having a readily uh Accessible income because
1: your boy needs it. Like I said, (laughs) kept man on deck. I love the idea of having my feet up all day. I mean, doing dishes and um, folding laundry and, you know, keeping a home. I'm very good at keeping a home. I can do that. Um, I can dust. I got a little apron. That's cool. Listen, you know, I'm very good around the kitchen, too. I'm not pining for a batch, you know, for someone to sweep me off my feet but if you just so happen to listen and think you can float my way I'm very single mm-hmm. um but anyway <laughs> not, not to plug not to <laughs> plug myself but like you know at the same time
0: very <laughs> uh, single <laughs> um no and then um like you were talking about um, the difference between the causative the sometimes it was like a thrill or mm-hmm. a different fantasy from when you were before you out became before you uh, came out um, yeah the fantasy is such a major part of any sex life or identity um i at least for me it helps me kind of see where I'm pointed towards
1: so to speak or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe things I need to check myself on yeah um i I agree uh, fantasy versus what really happened <laughs> um Sex, especially in the gay community, I don't know about how. Um, heteros get, get down. Yeah, how y'all heteros get down, um, is awkward at times for me, no, specifically tracks. because um, I, yeah, there's this expectation I think among the gay community that we're all hypersexual, right? Mm. And the second that we see each other, these sparks fly, yes. and we know how. To kiss and the tongue goes in the right places and everything just happens and woo 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 and then we're we're done (laughs) um no no that's not how it works um for those of us of a certain age there's a lot of stretching that needs to happen beforehand um I think I think that's
0: just regardless, of yeah, whatever your situation. Is. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, yeah. You, you, well, it's more so when you hit a certain age. That's true. Um, you can't just jump into things. Uh, there's also like a level of like preparation that definitely goes into um, specifically gay sex that I don't think people talk about because everyone feels like it's taboo. Well, let's talk about it. I think it um, is too taboo for me and you. Um. So no, I think the big thing that people don't talk about is douching and that is the act of clearing um the anal cavity of fecal matter um because if you don't know um now all men most men do not have um any other cavities to insert a, a penis other than a mouth and anus mm-hmm. um so with most men having that, um, not most. I'm afraid we gonna say most. With a section of men mm-hmm. not having that avenue of other cavities or orifices to enter um, for deep penetration, um, you 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 have to be mindful of who you are and what you do and what you eat. Um, one of those cavities being the anus, you have to be very careful of what comes in and out of there. So this, no one, I wish someone would have sat down and had a very candid conversation about like douching and being like, hey, and so for gay sex, this is what you have to do. And there is a lot of squatting and um, buying the right bulb that's appropriate for you or enma that's pro- uh, appropriate for you. And knowing the amount of times you need to flush, what to look for once you flush. Um and no one wants to have those conversations because I feel like there's been no, um, sex thoughts. So when, earlier when I was talking about like you know ash jing or Josh, Josh but ash jing or googling how like you know to prepare for anal sex to be very transparent, I didn't lose my um, I didn't lose my virginity until I was twenty two. So thankfully, I had Google at my disposal at the time. And so, um, and when I say virginity, I didn't have anal sex until I was 22. Wow. Um, and so for me personally, there was a lot of Google that went ahead and like, how do you clean this area and make sure it's not in a way of it being dirty or anything? So there is a level of like preparation that goes into it. Um, I mean,
0: that's something that is huge to know. I mean... Just for, I, cause I know at least younger kid, like, cause mm-hmm. kids start having sex young. Yeah. Um, I, that's, that's, that's something that's I, I doubt sure. any young person who is just coming into their own or starting mm-hmm. to explore and experiment with things would think of, you know, um, yeah. most, they're really in the car, they're in that moment, they're in the heat of it, they're in the thick of it mm-hmm. where they're just like, let me just pounce. Nobody thinks about preparation. Um, especially for Young hetero man. I was like We don't really need To prepare much We kind of just There's the belief That you don't
1: need To prepare much Fair There is the belief That you don't need To prepare much Fair enough Some of y'all Are running around Um Farting And 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 Playing basketball And football And K, soccer And KB, lacrosse
0: Can't be sweaty And stanking. Yeah You're Right
1: So um Taking a rosh rack To your nether regions Is um Preferred for all parties um, for our more developed crowd that likes to experiment, yes, I'm talking to the college age crowd because mm-hmm. it's the 18 and up crowd. Let's put it that way. Okay. The 18 and up crowd that wants to um, experiment with their buddies and so forth and all of that. that. Um, speaking men specifically, because I feel like women from a young age are taught that like, vaginal health is important. I could be wrong. Um, from what, from the f- women in my life have taught me is that they're taught from a young age that like fashionable health is important and certain foods affect their pH balance when they become right. sexually active, yada yada yada. Not yada, yada yada, but like sorry, like for trying to just It's it sounds great for someone else. <laughs> just not me. Um to that point, uh to back to the men that think they don't need to prepare. Yes, you do need to scrub and like Understand that this is um, proper hygiene to have throughout your life, through your everyday. So, like, every day you're scrubbing um, these regions. Um, yes, your your penis area is scrubbed and clean. Um, you know, you're washing your legs. I hear that's a thing a lot of people don't do, but, like, um, please start doing it.
0: That is a thing we, like, we've like. we definitely talked about at work before, yeah. and I, I was confused, just like... You can't see my face but I look very perplexed right now like
1: why if you're cleaning your body don't you clean every part of your body like no it's a great question Uh, it's a great question it was lost on me too um I was confused as to why people weren't doing that I'm still wrapping around like wrapping my head around the fact that people don't use wash rags so like I'm I'm coming into my own you know, with learning things about See, people. This is true. But um, when it comes to cleanliness, I think it is very important that young men of every um, sexual identity understand that you need to wash your balls and penis and, and, and yes, your, your ass cheeks as well. Can we just um, pause and rewind a little bit? Can you say that one more time? Just for <laughs> all those people in the back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it is very important that you wash your, your penis, your testicles, and your ass cheeks. I I think um your gluteus maximus needs attention too. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. Um it, I don't care how cute you are, yeah. Nobody mess wants to mess with the stinky.
0: Wants um, to mess with stink ass. Yeah, I'm, I'm it, so it's, sorry. Yeah,
1: No, it's very, see, very true. See um, how it didn't
0: sound cute when I said it? Yeah. Because it's not cute. It's not. It it's doesn't. Not, and it can lead to a, a series of issues. There's dude. a lot of yes.
1: issues that come from it. Y'all, like, just proper hygiene. That's so true. Not to change the meaning of this podcast, but, like, to change the meaning of this podcast. Proper hygiene is, like, so important. Like, yes, congratulations. You discovered you have to hit under your arms so happy for you now if you could just thoroughly scrub the regions of which like waste is discriminated from your body it's lost on me that people don't do that um and I, i'm harping this topic i think because it's been my experience where the expectation is everyone comes in this clean right right but it's been my actual reality where everyone it's doesn't come time. into this clean. And there's a lot of times where I will send a message on Grinder, hook up with a guy, re- have a guy come over for a hookup. And I get down there to um suck dick, yep. essentially. And uh, it, it smells like a rodeo. Ooh. And I now have to create fantasies in my head mm-hmm. in which... I can get through this topic because yes, I need to get off as well. And so he's here now and my time has been commandeered. Now, not to say that like, hey, they're going to do it regardless if I show up whether or not. That's not the case. I have actively gotten up and left when someone hasn't um done the necessary requirements. I mean, that's for, fair play for sex.
0: That's I think that just going back to a basic rule that most parents teach their kids (laughs) the golden rule. Do unto others that you want done to yourself. If you don't want to interact with somebody, like when you interact with somebody just sexually or even just in general, you want to be around a clean person. You don't want your nostrils to be offended, to be assaulted. My nose
1: hair should not be singed after our encounter. And Mm -hmm. that is that is a big thing for me, Josh. I genuinely... Well, like, I, 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 do not. I kid you not. I have stopped having sex with an individual. Right. And I'm like, I can't actually do this. So we're going to go ahead. And, I'm going to leave. Yeah. That's. I was in the same
0: way. I was like, I can stand to look at something that's not as pretty as mm-hmm. other things. Mm-hmm. But uh, one thing I can't do is tolerate something that smells a lot worse than other things because um. The throats. So, so smell stays with you it does not not, it not does. just in the sense of like on your person but like it you holds. can very vividly remember smells looks you might you kind of forget what people look like mm-hmm. but you don't forget smells and this is completely off topic but we that we both deem this to be something that is crucial and we need to spend the five or ten minutes on it
1: it's part of reality that this we all have to live in it's
0: true I don't know if you think you're a princess or a prince or some type of magical unicorn mm-hmm. and you're just dropping roses out there and you just smell like cotton candy. Because mm-hmm. if that's you, because there are people out here who think that. Mm-hmm. I literally mm-hmm. had this conversation a month ago where work, baffled me. 30-something years old and you think you're shitting roses. That's crazy. That's
1: not true. Roses really smell like boo-boo. Andre said it that I oh, 3,000 <laughs> said it. He did say it. He said it. They smell like boo-boo. <laughs> he said they smell like boo-boo. I don't Ooh. know why people still try. it to- out. But says, no, blah, blah. Well,
0: if, in that case, even more so. If you if you dropping roses, <laughs> you
1: definitely need to do a couple extra spritzes. Okay. okay. Listen, um, oh, nobody. Emma Bat Our Emma's is right at um Fleet. Fleet is right at CVS. Okay. So if you got a CVS in your area, Rite right Aid. At, oh, okay. Walgreens. They. Dwayne Reed. Okay, for our folks that live in New York. Okay. Um.
0: No. we Like I said, we went on a little tangent, but
1: crucial. No, oh, cleanliness is next to godliness. This is
0: true. And there is nothing more heavenly or divine than uh, being with a partner
1: who is... A clean bus and a clean puss him. is all we care about. <laughs> a clean bus and a clean puss. And I, I just hear. think that's important. I think, I think, you know, if there's anything we can all take away from that, it's just, you know... Clean private areas. So, so essential to the sexual experience. Uh, so experience Fantasy,
0: not even just reality, but that feeds into fantasy. Yeah. Like when you talking about first times or whether it's the first time ever or first time doing something new, mm-hmm. there's always this ideology you have. And I don't think anybody dreams of foul smells. No, nah. uh-uh. Mm-hmm.
1: Even in my darkest of kinks, right? Like, and not I, to
0: shame. We don't kink shame here. That's we do we not don't, kink shame. We no, we're just saying it's not for us.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know, and like there is some. I will walk back something to what I said. There is something to an individual, who um, I find attractive, mm-hmm. that comes in from a workout. Mm-hmm. There is something to that that is attractive to me, that no. will glisten. However, Mm -hmm. there is proper hygiene before the glisten, Mm -hmm. and that is important, and I think people are missing that step. It's not like, hey, I just ate three-week-old seafood, took a dump, and then went to go work out, Mm -hmm. and now I want you to give me head. Like, No no guy in my life is ever doing that. What they are doing is saying, like, hey, you know, I live this very clean lifestyle, been very clean, yada yada, but I did come from workout. Now we're talking like, that's a different, different. type of a uh, little uh, je ne sais quoi. But if we even won't. following that
0: like train of thought, like, I can agree, like, I feel good after workout. And I might come home to whoever I'm seeing and be like, they think I'm they they notice I've been pumping oh, a little bit. Less, yeah, less, pump yeah you everybody everybody right. involved is ready i'm ready she ready mm-hmm. they ready mm-hmm. them ready mm-hmm. we all ready mm-hmm. but there's nothing wrong with taking you know keeping that energy alive mm-hmm. but taking a quick couple minutes mm-hmm. to at least uh
1: get things straightened yeah Leave it. in you know, the yeah. you know, area um you know, we don't need to get the full, full max out right right you know yeah. what i'm saying like no one is your full max out you ain't give us like a oh, hint. Hey. but like we don't need like the full max out, you right. know. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand today was leg day, but I don't need all of leg day wafting into my nose hairs, and so uh, I've never experienced <laughs> that, but I've, I I could picture it. <laughs> just like just let the, me know, ooh, yeah, mm-hmm. if you could picture that. It's a that's a um, it's a distinct feeling. It's a distinct feeling. The more you know. I wish I guess. it for anyone. Yeah. Um. Mm, that goes back to never mind we don't, <laughs> we don't need to go there because i don't want to encourage any other <laughs> that's, a, just, that's that's a story for a uh, different time in yeah, a different podcast yes yes because listen woo, when i went back to woo, all right um but yeah i think when it comes to down to that reality thing it's like what has built up my expectations. and you mentioned earlier media like Media has messed up my expectation for a lot of for things. Everything. Yeah, like and so any type
0: of love, any type of relationship. When like, I, especially
1: gay love, uh, like.
0: When I think love of in it, some
1: cultures. Yes, this is true. Yeah, when I think about it, it's like, wow, everyone's just it, It's that thing of expectation, reality, and preparedness of like everyone's just always ready and there's that narrative that I have to beat out of my head that like no everyone's not always ready like you don't need to always be ready because you like you need to be able to live
0: know what's funny about that yes, is even talking about like the gay love and the hetero love it's always the male is always ready for any and everything at oh. all points in time mm-hmm. which is not true Because I was like, there is something to be said about Romanticism in a situation There's something to be said about Genuine connection Um, Not every interaction with the opposite sex Or the same sex Mm -hmm. Or whatever else you're into Yourself Is a sexual one um, Or Has the goal to lead to something sexual Yes Yes. Um, And I think that's something that the meat or like old school media or just like some shows still perpetuate today that you can't everything is for the purpose of sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many black and white stills in that, which is not true. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could have a sit down for some coffee and it just be coffee. We can also Amazing. sit down for some coffee and uh And coffee means something else per This is true a la Luke cage, you know. Mm-hmm. 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 Ew, I'm saying stiff R I P and black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are we talking about ourselves or are we talking about a nice beverage? I don't, I don't know. know.
1: I know yeah. both. I don't believe in choosing things. Um <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think that's that's also important to keep in mind, like being individuals that seek or not seek but like have either been hypersexualized or in one point or another look for um sexual satisfaction we fall into this realm of everything about life is centered around that gratification or that same level of gratification that is granted to us via sex um, and that's that's not always the, the case. case yeah uh, both romantically, platonically, like when you break down relationships to the uh, bulk of the matter, it's always or not always, but it can break down into many of the facets, many different facets. and um one of those facets can just be like platonically, where do we sit and like how does that relationship sit and what does that expectation look like? Um versus mm-hmm. what is the reality of the relationship? I think this is kind of uh, I mean this kind of reminds
0: me of some other content that uh we've been working on or that'll come up later. Um, but just kind of the bromance or how does how do relationships interact, intertwine together? Mm-hmm. Uh, both romant- romantically and platonically. Like I'm a big believer that your friend group uh, kind of influences who you date and who you date and can influence your friend group. Mm-hmm. But just like kind of just wrapping up or ending on what you're talking about, is like every relationship, every situation doesn't have the same end goal of sex or that hyper-sexualization. I think we all just need to take a step back and once again, just kind of get to know ourselves because like once you know yourself or what you're looking for you things kind of just fall into place and uh you find where you belong so to speak you know it's that last piece of a 500 piece puzzle yeah Yeah, you know, all you puzzle heads you can relate to that it feels great just
1: being home yeah you know? it's um it's a moving and continuous journey yeah uh but there there is a sense of satisfaction. Uh personally, I can speak to the sense of satisfaction of being like, man, I really do like men. <laughs> like it's it's very invigorating and refreshing to say out loud. Mm-hmm. Um. But when you know, once you've established like what, you, when you've known that, or when you come to terms with that. Um, of something you do like when you get to explore it, there are so many facets aside from cleanliness, but understand cleanliness is like the main point. There are so many facets aside from cleanliness that play a factor. Um, and what's it look like once you get to that point? And I think all of that is rooted in communication and being able to say to someone, I, I like where this is heading, or I understand where this is heading, or I appreciate what we have. Um, can we discuss what these feelings or what this is after that? And no one's willing to define um, that. I, I forget the movie, but it's with Miles Teller, Zach Efron, and Michael B. Jordan. Um, and the whole point around the movie is Zac Efron's character adamantly um, tries to, like, in his relationships, he tries to stay away from the question of, well, what are we? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's going to drive he, us crazy. Yeah, okay. man, I'm not going to be able to tell you. <laughs> I just know there's a scene where Miles Teller is ass naked and he's trying to say, like, this is how you piss with the fucking. Right? Yep. Which, by the way, not. it's not work. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it doesn't work. Just haven't tried. It. Yeah. Well, I yeah. We'll, we'll go there. Just, <laughs> depending on the person, I'm assuming it works. Sure. Um, but uh, the the question it's a dreaded question. Apparently, that everyone tries to avoid. Of like, what are we? But I feel like we all ask that question in all of our relationships. Of saying like okay, so, like, what is this? And the second you're able to ask that question and then push it a little further to define it, there's a, a greater happiness that comes from relationships and what's uh, what's granted from it, whether it's platonic or relation, like, sexual or emotionally greater than whatever platonic is. All right. Um, well,
0: thank you, Duncan. Uh, We enjoyed having... Hey guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed the episode today. As usual, don't forget to like or subscribe if you're listening on any streaming service. If you have any questions or you just want to be on the show, follow us or message us on social media. Links listed below in the comments.